Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, the 5th of October, and it's National Kale Day. And a big happy birthday to Kate Winslet, Jesse Eisenberg, Brian Johnson, and old Liam Hawkeye Thompson. In Birmingham, things seem to be going from bad to worse for Liz Truss at the Conservative Party conference. In a government where U-turns have become the norm, on Tuesday the Prime Minister refused to rule out reviving her controversial plan to cut tax for the highest earners in the future. Truss clashed with Sky News journalist Beth Rigby on the issue. We haven't made a decision on that issue well, you, yet. You, you My are priority, the Prime Minister, as I've said. so you decide. I mean, you, you seem minded. Not, you're, you're the Prime Minister. You said you're going to uprate pensions by inflation. You're the Prime Minister. I'm saying to you, you don't seem minded to do that. We haven't made a decision on that issue yet. And despite growing pressure from MPs, Liz Truss has refused to commit to raising benefits in line with inflation, a promise made by her predecessor Boris Johnson. But earlier on, she did commit to supporting those who need it most, saying she was determined to be financially responsible. I'm very committed to supporting the most vulnerable. In fact, in addition to the energy price guarantee, we're also providing an extra £1,200 to the poorest households. But could mutiny be afoot in the Tory party? Penny Mordaunt became the first to break ranks when questioned over whether benefits should rise in line with inflation. I have always supported uh, keeping pace uh, with inflation. It's, uh, it makes sense uh, to do so. Speaking of breaking ranks in the Tory party, it does rather seem to be falling apart at the seams. Boris Johnson's former press secretary, Will Walden, gave a stark prediction for Liz Truss's leadership. And the fact is that if she's forced to turn on anything else, uh, you know, this could be, and I'm not saying it will be, it, it could be the shortest lived Tory government ever. But Brandon Lewis doesn't fancy a general election just yet. The Justice Secretary claimed the UK would rather see the Conservative Party continue in government and deliver on their mini budget economic policy. With 25%, 30 sent down in the polls and with uh, the budget uh, so early on, such a fiasco, uh, if you were betting, you would be a very brave person to bet on the Conservatives winning a majority. And there may be a reason for that. Sir Anthony Selden outlined the prospects for the Tories if it came to a general election. The historian and political biographer said their chances didn't look good. We've had a lot of general elections in a very short period of time and I think we've got a couple of years to the next general election. I think the public want to see us get on and deliver on that job. In Ukraine, Russia's on a rapid retreat in the east and south of the country, where they've been under severe pressure from the Ukrainian counter-offensive. On Tuesday, maps used in regular daily briefings by the Russian Ministry of Defence showed their troops are now nearly fully withdrawn from the Kharkiv province and as far as the border of the Luhansk region. In his daily address, President Zelensky said that dozens of areas have now been liberated and vowed to continue the rapid offensive. Our warriors do not stop and it's only a matter of time before we oust all the occupiers from our land. He also thanked US President Joe Biden for providing Ukraine with weapons and security assistance worth $625 million. Meanwhile, the chief executive of the Halo Trust, James Cowan, says the course of the war is likely to change as the winter draws in. He gave a warning for the months and maybe years ahead. I think the Ukrainians will achieve a lot in the next month. But it won't be enough, anything like enough, to end this war. And all of us should be ready for the fact that it will go on well into next year. 
In a surprise move, it looks like Elon Musk is now going ahead with his buyout of Twitter for $44 billion. The richest man in the world was due in court in just two weeks' time for trying to get out of the deal, and this change of mind means he'll now pay the original share price he offered in April, $54.20 per share. Jeffrey's Equities research analyst Brent Phil says there's no doubt the upcoming court case influenced Musk's U-turn. So he probably is like, look, enough said, I'm going to own this thing at, at some point anyways. There's been massive damage inflicted on the company. There's been I- incredible departures. Advertisers have lost faith. The drama had to end and they had to move forward. And so hopefully get it sealed, move on, uh, reset and, and try to salvage, you know, wh- wh- where he's at. Because right now he's got to damage goods. Still to come on the Smart 7, a win for Liverpool at Anfield and drama in the kitchen on Disney Plus right after this. Welcome back. They've played each other 11 times since 1892, but on Tuesday night, Liverpool met Rangers in Anfield for their first ever competitive game against each other. Before kick-off, a minute's silence was held for the 125 people who died in Indonesia at the weekend. Rangers lost 2-0 to Liverpool, and it looked like the 4-2-3-1 formation used by Jurgen Klopp's men had an impact on the final result. The Liverpool manager spoke after the game. We needed a, a, a super, super solid performance, top defending, everybody committing, in a new formation and uh, sometimes you have to change things obviously and it worked out for tonight. Um, it's a bit of a surprise for sure for, for, for Rangers the way we set up. It was one of the ideas but it was more an idea that we get into the right spaces. It's Mumford, but without sons. Marcus Mumford striking out on his own and has received some words of advice from none other than Elton John. Taking a break from his tour of his debut solo effort, Self-Titled, to visit The Late Late Show with James Corden, he detailed the advice the Rocketman gave him before recording his newest album. And he sat me down in his kitchen, um, sort of dripping in Gucci, you know, <laughs> <laughs> with David in his bathrobe in the back. And they gave me this speech together, like godparents, they gave me this speech about fearlessness and said, this has to be something you do on your own. And it's a really personal story and you should go for it and you should not be afraid. An unexpected US TV hit of the summer is coming to the UK. The Bear centres around Carmen Carmi Bozzato, played by Jeremy Allen White, a nationally recognised award-winning chef who's come home to run the original beef of Chicagoland after the death of his brother. It's then a hectic battle to keep the struggling business afloat, but the series is about so much more than just the food, with grief, friendships and family all at stake. This high-pressure kitchen comedy streams from Wednesday the 5th of October on Disney+. Plus. This is your brother's house. I was running it fine without you. Why didn't he leave it to you then? Don't wipe your hands on your apron, chef. Jeff, I refer to everybody as chef because it's a sign of respect. You could throw down, huh? So how you gonna pass the family test? Delicious or impressive? Delicious is impressive. This has been the Smart Seven. Wherever you're listening, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Have a great day. Produced and published by Daft Doris.